hadn't done it. Well, it couldn't happen if God hadn't done it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it wouldn't happen if God hadn't done it. This here, this final, this is something I believe that wouldn't happen without yeah, God. Now, this here in front of me is a miracle. Yep. Different cultures, different backgrounds, different, um, different ages, different walks of life, different understandings. But we're here and we're fun. Yeah. That's a miracle to me. And I'm praying this year that there's more of that yeah. and more of that other kinds of miracles that we have up. Very good. Anyway, that's just a little aside. Uh, you can tell it's going to be short. Uh, <laughs> uh, right, let's get on to it. So, some series. We are doing uh, little stories. Trust me, we'll be short. I think hope. Um, and little stories from the Bible, and then some stories from um, from some people among us as well. And today I've titled my, my talk, He Can Talk! It's, it's from a movie. It'll come a bit clearer later on. Does, does anyone guess what movie it is already? Any of real aficionados out there? No, not yet. Okay, we'll get there. Um, so this, this story is actually about um, a talking donkey. Yeah? Any guesses this movie? Yes. This movie has a talking donkey. Um, it doesn't have any hokers, although maybe I'll throw one in for good fun. Um, but it does have a true life talking donkey. Comes from Numbers 22, verse 22, around about there. And um, you can follow along if you like, but trust me, it's not going to be word for word. Um, have any of you kids seen Shrek before? Simon did. Yeah, great. Some of us kids at heart, we've seen Shrek before. And here's our talking donkey. I think, got, I think you kids are colouring him in over there, aren't you? Um, so, if you haven't seen Shrek, after this talk you won't need to. The impressions are going to be on point. <laughs> and the story's pretty much the same. <laughs> it's not really. we'll, we'll see how we go. Um, so, let's get into it. So, God's people, they like to move around. Well, they did at the time. Um, we're following God's people. They would often move from one, one space to another and they camp, um, set up their tents and start camping whenever they stopped. Maybe like these guys here. Um, and one time they are wanting to get through somebody's somebody's land. So they asked the king, can we just walk through your land? All we want to do is pass through. Uh, we're not going to take any food or take any water. We'll just go through, stay on the highway, um, but can we just come through? But the king looked like this. <laughs> he looked like this. Um, and he was an evil king. And he said no. And in fact, not only did he say no, he gathered his army and he brought his army and he came to try and fight God's people. And he said, I'm going to kill these people. But God was with his people and actually the evil king was defeated. And um, God's people were, were all good and they were able to camp in the king's, um, the king's land. Um, the next door neighbor king, he heard about all this going on and he, he was a bit scared of God's people. And he had seen how easily the evil king had been defeated, and he thought, I don't want any of that, I need some help to fight these people. So he sent, he sent um, a message to a guy 
It's got a bit of a funny name. I don't, I don't really know how to pronounce it. It's either Balaam or Balaam or Balaam. Will I net? Maybe. Maybe we can have a quote. I don't know. Um, anyway, it's got a name. Let's say he looks like this. I don't know if he did or not. Maybe. Um, this is Balaam. <laughs> This guy, this guy, God had given him. Um, well, he was he was a friend of God, basically. He would, he would have chats with God. He'd talk to God. He'd ask him what he should be doing um, in his day-to-day life. Um, he was a friend of God, and actually, God trusted him with quite a bit of power. This this guy, um, it was quite well known that he would um, people who he said bad things about, so maybe he said. You're never going to watch another movie again in your life. And then people, that would actually happen. God had given him that power that he could say that and that would actually happen. Or he might even say good things to people like, you're going to have fish and chips at least once a week for the rest of your life. And that would happen. God gave him that power because he was trusted and because they were friends. Um, so the king sent for this guy, and he thought, I might get this guy to say some bad things about God's people, so that bad things will happen. And he went to go and get this guy. But here's, here's something really important. When he asked Baal-Nahan, uh, when he asked him, he was like, can you come, can you trust this person? Um, he didn't just sort of say, make a decision and go, okay, yeah, or no. He went and asked God. Okay, so that's the important thing. He went and asked God. And um, he knew that this was a big decision, it would have big implications. Um, so he decided, I'm going to ask God about this. I need to know what God thinks about this decision. And you know, God loves to talk to us, He loves to talk to us. He loves to be involved in every part of our life. Often we can kind of think, oh, I've got to decide like what country to live in or what job to have. And that's a big thing. So we're like, okay, maybe I'll go and ask God about this now. I'm not quite sure. You know, God loves to be involved in our day-to-day life. You don't only talk to your friend when it's a massive thing, do you? You go and talk to your friend just to tell them what you have for breakfast or whatever. I don't know. Um, God loves to talk to us, He loves to chat, and He does love to help us with big decisions as well. If you have things in your life that you're not sure about, go and chat with God and He will help you. So, Bela, Balaam, I'll say it differently every time. Um, he told God what was going on. He said, This evil king, well, he didn't know this. This king has asked me to go and pass these people. What should, I, what should I do? God already knew all that, but He likes to hear it from us. And um, God told him, actually, these are my people. Don't go and curse them. Don't go and say bad things about them. These are my people. Um, don't go to the king. Stay where you are. And because he loved him, loved God, he decided to do it. He said, no, sorry, king. I can't come to you. I'm going to stay home. Then the king offered him lots of money. Lots of money. And um, Balaam, I don't know if he was tempted by the money or if he was just, um, maybe he thought God had changed his mind or something. I don't know, it doesn't say in the Bible. You have to make it up yourself. 
just before we finish off, I'm going to invite Daniel Woodford. Uh, it's it's uh, Dan Ayala, by the way. Dan Ayala. Oh, yeah, Dan, you go. Alright, um, so I'll try to keep this very brief. Um, uh, basically, I just wanted to sort of highlight a few times that God spoke with me, and just in the different ways that He spoke with me. Um, and sometimes I feel like I've probably got to that point where I need to talk to God. I'm quite surprised that happened to me. I will, yeah, but I'll mention that further down. Um, so, basically, I remember, um, you know, when I was quite a new Christian, I was, you know, there was quite a lot going on, and it's almost like God was speaking to me, but it was like He was shouting these things at me, and I was kind of overwhelmed, but at the same time really excited. And I was quite uh, sort of a nervous guy, I was a bit worried about, you know, praying for people, you know, lacking confidence around that kind of stuff. And I remember being at this camp, and I was a couple of us praying for this, this guy, and I, I just had no idea what I was, you know, what, you know, what was, you know I said, Okay, God, you know, what do you want me to do here? I just have no idea what to say or how to do this. And as I was praying for this guy, I just sort of stumbled over my words. And I remember seeing a picture of a brick wall. And part of this wall, there was a brick that was loose. And it was like somebody grabbed that brick and pulled it out. So I, I said that, you know, I said, thank you, Lord, that, you know, the, the, the brick walls are coming down. And just, you know, I didn't know what it even meant. And it wasn't until afterwards that the guy said to me, oh, you know what? And I realised then that, you know, that, that was kind of like, for me it was confirmation that even though I was scared and didn't know what to say, um, God could speak to me quite clearly at times. And often, you know, God would give me a picture about a situation, uh, whether it's me or someone else or, or whatever. Um, so that's one way that I, I hear about, you know, I hear from God. And sometimes I, I hear things about it and realise that, you know, I'll be speaking to someone or praying or whatever. And if we're in a situation, God speaks to me, and then all of a sudden, I say something, and then it's almost like it confirms something, or someone says, oh, you know what, where did that come from? Um, you know, I remember praying for a guy about this, this marriage situation, and, and um, he said, oh, I you know, he questioned my friend, he said, I don't know about this, you know, did you tell him? He said, no, no, no. And that was just, you know, there were times that God speaks to me about stuff that it's almost like I... It's like a realization without actually knowing, um, and, and just in, for my for my my own life, um, I remember a time where God would speak to me almost as though it was almost like somebody had spoken to me the day before and said a couple of sentences, and the next day it's like those sentences were in me, they're like they'd already they were already there, and I sort of knew in my heart that that's what it was. I remember a time where. Um, my, I was married, and because I became a Christian, my first wife left me. Um, it was quite a long story, but it was a time where I was quite hurt, quite broken. Um, you know, I was saying to God, you know, where, where do you want me to go, Lord? What do you want me to do? Um, I'm not feeling this joy, you know, and, and you know, what, what do I do? I just don't know what to do for myself. And God spoke quite clearly to me. It was like, it was like that. It was like He'd said it the day before. But it was already in my heart, and you know, and it was kind of like he basically said to me, "You, I, you know, I am your father, I am your joy." And he said that 
and I was still at the time I was, you know, like, am I ever going to have a family? Am I ever going to have a wife? Kids, that kind of stuff. You know, I was questioning a lot of stuff in my life, and it was quite clear that God said to me, "You, you can have a daughter." And I thought that was really strange, and He said, "You were born in Abigail." And I thought, okay, I don't know where that came from. So I ended up looking up the meaning of the name Abigail, and and it was um, joy of the father or father's joy. And it, it spoke to me about the joy that God was bringing, and also I now have a daughter called Abigail. <laughs> um, God often speaks to me through physical reactions, and I think I think for me that's kind of like my donkey. You know, it's kind of like I'm walking around with my head in the clouds, and then all of a sudden it's like I, I get this overwhelming sense of you know like I feel almost like I'm nervous or shaky or what is this? And it, then it's, it's almost like I know that that's God saying, I want you to seek me. What, what you know, I wanted to speak to you, you know, what, what, you know, that kind of. And then it's, you know, and it following on from that, um, you know, I like to the Bible verses, and those will jump out at me. Sometimes songs, um, I'll hear a song, it might not even be a Christian song. And also, you know, sometimes God will speak to me through other people. So, um, like my wife in particular will say something and I'll think, oh, hang on a minute, you know, I might bring a bit of conviction over a situation. Or, um, sometimes non-Christians as well, um, they'll say things or do things and it makes me take a step back and go, hang on a minute, why am I going over this way when this person doesn't know you, Lord, but they're going over this way? And it sort of makes me sort of seek him more in that kind of situation and go, you know, okay, well, where do you want me to go from here, Lord? Um, and I, like I remember that often God would speak to me by grabbing my attention on things in the physical. Um, you know, it might be a person, it might be a, um, something, you know, like a physical item or something, and I'll, I'll that was sort of bring my attention. I'm like, you know, what is this guy, what are you saying, Lord? Um, I remember being at a bowling alley when I was younger with a bunch of friends and there was a guy, I saw this guy across the room and I kept looking at him and I kind of recognised him from school. And all these guys I was with, um, they all thought I was a weirdo anyway because I was a Christian and you know, I sort of changed overnight and they thought I was a little bit awful. And I, I just, I, just, I keep getting that, that, that feeling again, you know, like, what is this, what is this? And I walked over to the guy and I realised that this guy was a couple of me and my mates were probably a little bit, I don't know, mean to it maybe in college. Not, you know, not particularly horrible, but just was a bit of a thing we had with him and joking around. And I just, I walked up to him and I said, look, I don't even want to remember me, but my name's Daniel. Um, I've recently become a Christian. And I just feel that God wants me to sort of say sorry for the things that I said to you. Um, I shook his hand and he just stood there looking at me like, <laughs> He didn't say a word. I said, yeah, I just wanted to you know, say bless you and um, you know, I hope that things are going well for you. And I walked off and the whole time he just kept looking at me across the room. <laughs> <laughs> I walked over on my mates looking at him. <laughs> you know, those, those kind of things that, you know, God will kind of grab my attention through things. And sometimes I feel that when I'm really seeking for an answer in my life, it's like God is screaming at me and I'm missing it. You know, I'm sort of going around and often I've seen those situations going, Oh, what do I do? What do I do? And God's saying, do this. I'm like, yeah, but what do I do? What do I do? You know, I'll do this. Yeah, but what do I do? And the whole time, some of these things will happen. And I think, oh yeah, well that's great, great Lord, but what do I do? You know, and it's that, those, <laughs> it's almost like those times where I'm kind of like, I have to take a step back and say, 
Lord, you are, I know you're actually speaking to me already. I can hear you. I'm sorry. That's what I'll do. And uh, yeah, so it's, sometimes it takes these pretty uh, crazy out there things to happen to many people physically for me to actually pay attention to what's going on in my life. So, yeah. Amen. 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 